A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online you'll experience the all-new Cerebral Way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. I actually look like a pint of Guinness in this outfit. Brown Guinness. Guinness is quite brownie. Ruby. It's black. Ruby is red. It's completely black. I know why it's um, brown anyway. It's not brown. It's completely black. <laughs> it's not because of the roast. The roasting. This is getting all technical okay, now because so, we've been to the Guinness factory. And... Should we should we start this properly? Hi and welcome to the <laughs> therapy crouch with me, Abby Clancy, and me, Peter Crouch. So yeah, sorry, we're just going off on the, on one. Then we're just we're still on a high from our trip to Dublin. It was incredible, wasn't it? Yeah, it was nice. It's nice, you know, when you just leave the kids for a couple of days and just have a good. Well, it was a good drink, wasn't it, to be honest with you? <laughs> we had the crack. We had the crack. So it was me dad's 61st birthday. So we all decided to go to Dublin. And it was bloody fabulous. That wasn't bad until bloody that fabulous. Was, that was really good. It was quite good. Uh, yeah, no, it was good, wasn't it? Enjoyed mm. it. But we went to the Guinness factory and we had, had a tour and we started getting deep into the roasting process. And <laughs> Well, I started to get deep, so we'd, we'd all been out the Teacher's night before. pet. I know, yeah. Oh... <laughs> Yeah, but I was really interested and everyone was hanging and we had the tour. We got the headphones on, we were all walking around. And everyone wanted to get the tour over and done with so we could have a little hair of the dog Guinness. <laughs> but I loved it. I was so, it was so interesting. The process is only four ingredients in a Guinness. Come on, explain to the explain to the viewers. It's barley, hops, water, and yeast. Yeast. The process is incredible, and that there's a lot of like land. It's, it's, it's an interesting place. I was interested. In, well, I wasn't trying to rush. But through every it. every time I asked a question, I could see everyone going. Oh, <sighs> it's like I remember we, we used to have in football. We used to have these uh, referees meetings, and like the ref would tell you all these things, and and you'd always get a couple of lads like asking questions. You'd be like everyone go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly what Ab was doing. Yeah, but I came home from that trip with a little bit more knowledge. Yeah, no, I agree. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. But you know, your questions were it was it was every time. He, but he I stopped. was proud of my questions. But he, he had the end, like because you know how many like tons of bloody barley is used and whatever it is and da 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 da. And he and I was like, oh, a lot of waste. And then he was like, all oh, the wastage goes to like feed animals and do this and da da da. I thought it was just so interesting mm. and the the whole history behind it and mega. Yeah, that that Arthur Guinness and stuff and like the. You know, obviously coming over and like doing what he did, you know. Do you know what? Just being in Dublin, it's such a friendly city. Mm. 
like everyone like you know going into the pub just having a, a, a real chat with you and like everyone was just so excited like why are you in our city and telling us all the places to go and having a drink like I, I just don't think you get that in London yeah no genuinely it's a really really friendly place and you know, some of the pubs we went in, there was a, there's a place called Cassidy's, right? I've got to give it a mention because I've not been to a place like that. It felt like it was New Year's Eve. Mm, it and, it, and it was just it was just Sunday. It's New Year's Eve every day in Ireland. <laughs> so it was unbelievable. You like walk in and it was a bit hairy at first. There's a few Man United had just won, and they? The, the cup final. Why and, do all the bloody Irish support Man U? They don't like, know. Just, a few, there's a lot of Liverpool fans as well. Yeah, but like, who'd support Man U anyway? Never mind when you're not even from there. Spoken like a true Scouser. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, they haven't even got any history. <laughs> no history, yeah. Absolutely none. That's what my dad says. They've got no history, that team. Is that true? No, of course. They're, they're, Man United and Liverpool's got the most history out of all the English clubs. Um, really. I mean, they, they, they've won the most trophies, the best two clubs. That's why Probably they hate each other. They've gone down the pants since Sir Alex left. <laughs> so I think. Thanks for that, babe. Is that true? Just save the football chat for, a, for another pod, eh? <laughs> <laughs> There's Lionel over here. Yeah. It, it was so funny because obviously our Bono pod had been out. Mm. And everyone was like, Are you, have you come here to find Bono? <laughs> I was like, yeah, where does he live? Uh. Let's go to his house. She was trying to find Bono at some stages. Like, there was a pub that was potentially he, he had been to quite a few times. That... Mm. Yeah, wasn't we? We were near his village at one point, Scott, weren't we? Oh, were we? we That's what we're pissed to realise. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but that, but that Cassidy's, like, it's all live music, but it's like Irish music. I loved it, and I loved that kind of music. But I have no idea if they're, like, really caning the English. <laughs> 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 oh, and I'm singing along, having a great time, and... They'll probably go and look at that twat over there. <laughs> it was a remarkable city. It's like when you go to London, like even if you like bump past someone, they're all just like, what are you doing? I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you, look, when you said to me, it made me laugh. Is like you're in the toilet and like, you speak to like some of the girls and stuff. And you're like, God, even the girls are nice here. <laughs> and the girls were fabulous. That, the girls that, are nice and the boys. Yeah. Like, like, I, th I think maybe because um, London's like a more transient city and there's not a lot of kind of, well, don't quote me on this, but, you know, it's not a lot of locals. Like, everyone who was in that pub was from that area. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. You know, it's it's a bit like Liverpool in that sense. But, God, everyone was just so fun and happy and wanted to speak to you and oh, I yeah, loved yeah. it. We had a laugh. Heavy, though. Heavy. I'm, I'm actually want to vomit looking at myself in this Guinness outfit. Like, because I'm thinking, <laughs> oh, the, I actually reckon I drank the same amount of volume as this tracksuit in Guinness. <laughs> yeah, I felt like I was just up to there, like... Guinness, it's always been like my drink, to be fair. I've always had a, always like a, a stout, usually with lager in it, but um, <laughs> I've always enjoyed it, you know? And um, yeah, so like we, we just drank copious smells, didn't we? Yeah. Like, why, why is St. Patrick's Day so huge for the Irish? It's like, because there is a St. George's Day as well, but I don't see anyone like going nuts for that. What was that? Yeah. Um, I think outside of England, nobody nobody particularly likes us. <laughs> Whereas the Irish, um, like you know, each other. No, they, I think I think they're just well well liked. Like in America, for instance, like a lot of people want to be. You know, you talk about like Boston and certainly East Coast. They're like mm. they're so There's passionate a huge of their Irish, Irish community there, though, isn't there? Yeah, passionate of their Irish roots. You know what I mean? So like, I think it just became bigger and bigger and bigger, and. Um, 
I mean, it, it's the same with us. You know, we're not... I mean, I know your family are Irish. You know, I'm I'm completely English, which we'll get on to in a minute. Yeah, because <laughs> oh, it's like, ev- like everyone, in I- everyone in Ireland has like sparkly eyes and like a sparkly face. It's, there's a definite look. I have sparkly eyes. I've like, got no Irish in me, but I this this goes back to one of Ab's family, right, who's Irish, Irish. said to me, asked me a question. This is years ago when I first started going out there. He, he, was, he was a bit old. And he said, do you have any Irish in you? And I said, no, I think I'm entirely English from what I know. As far back as I can go, I think I'm entirely English. And he looked at my eyes and he just said, "Uh, I thought so. You've got dead eyes like a fish. (laughs) (laughs) I went, really? They were quite nice. They're they're blue. They're not like, you know, not dead, are they? No, but if if you haven't got light on your eyes, they're quite They're blue eyes. That's that's a light colour. But they're not like my eyes. No, but your eyes are particularly but, good. Because I've got Irish descent, you see. So you, would you see? say that <laughs> my eyes are dead like a fish? <laughs> they are now, after a frigging weekend in Ireland. <laughs> but normally, I, don't I think, think you've got they beautiful are. eyes. I think they're nice. It's a nice eye. I think it's like a deep blue. They're not deep blue. Who are they then? They're just bog standard blue. <laughs> Straight bog out of the pack of blue. <laughs> dead <laughs> like a fish eyes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, fuck you then. Um, obviously, because I've got of, I come from Irish descent. I remember when I was a little girl watching like Blue Peter or something. And he went to this place in Ireland where horses were just like roaming around. And I just thought the whole of Ireland like just said horses like running free and you could just like get on a horse and ride it. <laughs> and I used to be desperate to live there when I was little, didn't I, Pete? Mm. And did you find it like that when you went to Dublin? But to be fair, there was horses everywhere, wasn't there? <laughs> yeah. horse there was, honestly, like, it's like, it's like you know, with, when we go through, like, shot, nice shops, I'll always try and grab Ab's hand and talk furiously at her so she looks at me and doesn't <laughs> see stuff. It's the same in Ireland. Everywhere, the horse is like, fuck, there's a horse. I'm like, just try and talk Take to her. Take a so picture she, of me with this horse. She's like, oh, she has to go and touch every horse. In, in Ireland, there's loads, you know? <laughs> Like it's like every shop, it's the same with horses. It's like, oh, look at this one. We're just, we're, you know, fucking hell, another horse. Yeah, but have you noticed, every like, picture? Have you noticed when I'm around horses how calm they are with me? Mm. And they always kind of like lick me and like snuggle into me. Like every time Pete's near a horse, they just like go nuts. I've been, well, I've been on a horse three times and four times. And I've been thrown off three. So it's understandable. I'm a little bit nervous around them now. And I think they they probably sense that. And also, I don't think they've ever seen anything like me. So, <laughs> <laughs> don't even fucking try and get on me. You joke it. <laughs> don't even think about it. It's like a giraffe not getting on those, a horse's back. Not with those pins. Slightly, yeah. Uh... <laughs> Could you actually imagine a giraffe riding a horse? <laughs> I've seen, I've seen that. You've not seen that. Bollocks. Absolutely. Now I know that is the most bollocks. No one's ever seen a giraffe on a horse. (laughs) (laughs) Poor horse. No, they were absolutely. And I'm like, that's like speaking to all the guys with the carriages because I'm like way up on a horse. I'm like, is that Frisian? It's like, yeah. Do you know that? Shut up. Isn't that a cow? Frisian cow, cow. anyway. No, you can get Frisian cow, we can get Frisian horse as well. It's the black ones with the big thick neck and all the beautiful hair. Let's... uh, Spanish. Write in uh, with your confirmation of that, please, (laughs) because I'm sure Frisian's a a cow. And the guy was really impressed with me because in our horse riding yard, there's an old, like, trap horse... So, the, like, well, he's, he's young. He's only three, this little horse. But 
eat. They like canter at the front and trot at the back because the the way they carry the cart. It was this horse just standing in the road and he was standing on the curb with his front legs. And I was like, is he a trap horse? And he was like, yeah. How do you know? I was just like, spotted those um, leaning on the curb there. He went, oh, very good. You're clever, you. Clever lass. <laughs> you communicate to Walking your away like that. Why, why are you like trying to gain like confirmation from, from everyone? Like the, the tour guide and the fellow with the horses. And Why do you feel the need to have to like do that? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what do you mean? Well, why do you have to be teacher's pet on the thing? And then why do you have to go to the fellas with the horses and prove how much you know? Because it's nice to show an interest in other things that, peop- things that people are passionate about. Okay, I was just asked the question. But it's like it's only like you boring people to death with like football bands everywhere you go. <laughs> oh, I know who won the World Cup in 1953. <laughs> like it's the same thing. Well, I can tell you who won the World Cup in 1958. It was Brazil because it was played in Sweden and Sweden lost and it was Pele's first game in the World Cup final. Um, he was 16 years old and he scored 17 years old and scored. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Literally looking at her nails. Riveting. But some people would would enjoy that. Tune into that Peter Crouch podcast, which is back stronger very soon. <laughs> if you're into that kind of stuff. Huh. I am into it, but no, you're not. In, in the slightest, you have no, absolutely no regard for my passion. Well, you've got no regard for mine. Which one? Animals. Interior Animals. design. True. Bags. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Irish talk, history. There was talk of getting a, a baby donkey when you were away. Fucking half <laughs> shot. I've got, I've got, a, she, she actually was looking at it on my phone. I'm so gutted because someone messaged me on Instagram and said, come to our farm. They had these miniature sheeps. Yeah. They're absolutely gorgeous. They're called, um, like, lambs. baby doll lamb. <laughs> They're called lambs. <laughs> no, but it was a farm so close to where we were and I was like, damn it. I had to watch the bloody... Um, Look at this. My... She was looking at. Look at. She's been looking at these things. <laughs> you. You actually said on our bus. Look at that. It's lovely, isn't it? <laughs> Why were we talking about baby donkeys? Uh, yeah, anyone. It's just a fluffy, small donkey. Um, oh. I mean, it is. It is quite nice. Um, but I said, look, you can have one if you just if it, if I have absolutely nothing to do with it. So I don't want to. I don't want to smell of it. I don't want to touch it. I don't want to feed it. I don't want to walk it. I don't want to. Pick up any shit. You don't... I don't want to muck it out. I don't want to be involved. I'm comfortable with that. I've had Lee here this morning. Lee's our builder. He's already measuring up for a little stable because it's going to be half the price than a normal stable. For so I'm saving money. You actually save money. <laughs> oh my God. You save God, that sounds like a fantastic deal. I'm actually saving money. You save money. I'm making on this. Yeah, because it's little miniature donkey. So. But Why? You, so what is what? Do you, what I don't know. I like it looks cute, but after the 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 first initial, oh, looks cute. Where do you go from there? But you don't say that about me or the kids. Like the first time you see me, I went, oh, she's cute. You're not like fed up with me now after 16 years. No, but I, I get. I don't know. I just get slightly more out of you. Slightly more. <laughs> what do you mean? The donkey. Well, you know, I can speak to you, can't I? And you know, yeah. give you a kiss. You can kiss donkeys. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I don't think. I like, listen. I, you know, I like. I'm not against donkeys. I'm not like. Don't make me into be a, like an animal hater. I like animals, but I just don't like them all around me at all times. Enough about donkeys. Um, 
Should we get into wine of the week? Okay. You go first. My wine is obviously, we've come back from Dublin. We'd had such a lovely time. And then, um, you know, my phone was dead. And I just thought, you know, one of the six chargers that I'd bought five days ago would be uh, would be readily available in one of the slots that I'd allocated. I went through all the allocated spots and um, none, none seemed to be there. So then I found two that were broken and snapped. Four more that we'd, we'd had lost. So two, lo- uh, two more lost. And then there was one working that you were using. So I had... After six charges, right, in one week, how is that possible to lose or break? Firstly, I hope you're not directing this wine at me because if anyone, anyone who knows me knows I never have any charge. And that's because the charger's on Pete's side of the bed and he uses it. I never, ever, I'm not even into phones. I'm not a technical person. How do you say you're into phones? You literally, I think your screen time, you can see it, can't you? I'll get it on the bill. <laughs> it, I think it, it, you look at it more than you look at real life. <laughs> like, I reckon the world, I reckon you look at your phone more than you look at the world. Yeah, but it's only for like work and then inspo and school emails. So you can't say that you're not into phones. No, but you know what I mean? I'm not. It, the, the charger thing has got nothing to do with me. That's the kids. Like, they all charge at Nick the thing. Ah, oh, John, every time he comes, oh, swipes one. Fucking honestly, it's, it's, it's 100% your brother's involved. <laughs> we, we, even bought, we even bought these chargers with a marble dock. So this marble dock... This is amazing, this. ...weighs about two stone. So people say, I'm going to get these. <laughs> a dock, right? So I'm going to... That stays. You know which stays? It's a dock. Marble yeah. square. So no one can rub it. Gone. <laughs> Someone... Uh, oh, John's like, can you pass me bag? And I'm like, lifting his bag. Oh, God, John, what have you got in here? <laughs> Three, your marble dock charge. <laughs> fucking hell, John, what'd you bring all that round for? <laughs> well, I've got three marble docks in there and a fucking hell. Couple of wall ones, just in case. <laughs> I always... I, I want to be one of them people who have the charger in the bag, you know, like a charger pack. We lose every charger to everything joke. in this house. Like... Even like the kids' remote con- control cars. They're all gone, yeah. Um, like, the kids even know now, don't they? The kids even go like, after one week, they go like, ah, oh, that won't work anymore, will it? <laughs> and, like a normal person would have a charge and they'd be playing it for life. They go, ah, oh, no. They just know. They just, they just, instead of like remote controlling it, they just push it now. They're like pushing each other in these electric cars around the hallway. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they sit in them and all that and they just push to go, nah, so it's gone 10 days now. Won't have anything. <laughs> it won't be able to go. It's a weird thing, isn't it? Chargers. I, I think we even pretty... got we even got one of these charger docks in as we, when we were getting our kitchen made. There's an area on the island where you can just put your phone on. Oh, I remember that? Yeah, we could have that. We have, but no one knows where the spot is. <laughs> <laughs> when the guy was putting it, he was like, "You'd be able to just put your charger." I on was here. like, "This is incredible!" So you literally just put your phone on the back on the island like this that. This is the same kitchen guy who designed our kitchen. You open one cupboard and then you can't open the other one because they just crash into each other. So if you want a tea bag and um, a piece of bread at the same time, you can't. So do you remember that? You gave him some abuse, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. The, the clash of... Um, clash of cupboards. Cupboard, yeah. Great. I haven't been design school for 12 years. Fucking get back there. We're, we're paying attention. It's awesome though because you can use, obviously you just put your charge down on the edge of the table um, and it charges, but no one knows where the spot is. <laughs> no one knows. So it could be anywhere. It's quite a big island, so uh, we'll try and discover that. 
I'll just do that. Like, hunting for charges. But that, yeah, that, that charging situation is, I don't know who's doing it, but it's got Babe, to Babe, I'm with you. I'm totally with you. It's not me. The one in the car did snap because I was trying to get my lip gloss out of the thing. <laughs> yeah, that. well, we've talked about that middle section. And it, <laughs> the, the lid shut and snapped the charger, but that's fine. That was an accident. Well, yeah. it's not fine. It's, you know, like that middle section, you just don't, you just don't look after it, do you, at all? Like, I mean, you know, that, that, the lip glosses, you know, the banana skins, the coffee, it's just oh, so much shit in that middle bit. I was filming in the car the other day for this thing and the guy, I had the sound guy in the back and like, in the thing, I just had a mug. <laughs> like the mug just was like tilted with like half a coffee in with like lipstick all around the rim and he was like what the hell is that it's like well, have you not got a flask or anything absolutely not to be honest I do that as well yeah. just leave in the morning just have a proper like cup of tea just in the middle of the car I just think everyone does that I don't know I think people are more organised I see loads of people like on the trains and stuff and they've all got like flasks mm. yeah but them flask people are the same type of people who do like thank you notes and pack lunches before they go to work and we're just sorry not that. one of our producers here has just pulled out a flask You've but he's a helmet as anyway well. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a... he's prime example a helmet you went for two out of snacks same time but he you know he's nothing to go by <laughs> my god the Solomon Keys <laughs> So he's, he's the one who wears at 26 wears practical shoes I used to go out no crippled one. when I was 26 no one at 26 has ever bought practical shoes what surely. are they like it looks like a club foot them shoes what are they called Solomon yeah, yeah, yeah. top of the range he paid a fortune for all them as well the practical and they're indestructible by looks of them as well you could walk through a freaking desert rainforest <laughs> River, <laughs> Siberia, friggin' North Pole, not a scratch on not it. Not a blister, not a blister in size. Not a blister in size. Lovely boy. <laughs> it does a great job on the pod. So yeah, that fl that flask thing's a bit bad. It, like, I just think you're 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 a type of person if you if you remember to to take a flask. That's fine. It's practical. I like don't it. even. I go out without my bank card and phone <laughs> with phone with no charge. Yeah. It's like, how do you even remember to do that? It's the time. It's the time. It should. <laughs> I wish I was a flask person. I do. But it's like sparkling water person, you know. We talked about, I'm sure we've talked about this before, but, you know, if you have sparkling water in restaurants, I always fight, I always think, oh. I don't mind sparkling water with a little bit of, like, Ribena in it. Mm. Like soda, like a, like a, like a soda. <laughs> soda water. Oh, do you remember cream soda? Yeah. I love that. Can't get to grips with sparkling water. Bicarbonate soda. That's what it tastes like. Sparkly. I just don't get it. He's want to hydrate, don't you? I don't know. Blows my mind. It just like I, I think what's coming to um coming to light in this part is that I'm not a nagger. I never have a wife. That is the the, the exact opposite of of what you just said is true. You've literally like it, all you've done is nag on this podcast. <laughs> Because I'm a horse lover. <laughs> no, but no, but like if you think about it, I have no wines. But you do. You you wine at me. You wine at me all day, and then don't have any for the pod. Yeah, because it's a happy one. place. I don't want to bring any like bad vibes. <laughs> Maybe the only wine is that like you can't eat egg with a hangover. 
I don't. I just. I feel a bit uncomfortable with egg on a hangover. Yeah, but you always ask. You could just ask, ask for a full English or at full Irish without egg. Sometimes it changes though. Like so, you'll say I'll have scrambled egg, and then like not even eat the egg. Like the other day, like in Ireland, I actually saw you put the eggs on another plate. <laughs> yeah, because I, I couldn't look at them. <laughs> I was feeling a bit queasy anyway, you know. Egg, egg is a thing that you need to you need to fancy. Egg is, it's one of them things, especially if you're feeling a bit queasy, like the even the word egg. <laughs> I could eat eggs anytime. Really? Mm-hmm. I think there'll be people out there that are with me on this. Well, you could eat a sausage and egg McMuffin, no problem. Yeah, not an issue. That is not an issue at all. I don't know. It's something about the way egg moves and in the morning. <laughs> What? The way the egg moves in the morning. I like the way egg moves. Get that on the bong beats. You know exactly what I mean. You know what I mean, though, because a sausage doesn't move, right? A bacon doesn't move. You know, a black pudding doesn't move. But an egg has got a little bit of wobble to it in in any form. You know, quite a lot of wobble if you're poaching it. A hard boil doesn't. No, true. Well, I I could eat the hard boil, no problem. Why didn't you order them then? It's something about the wobble. There's a definite wobble in it. We're like, you don't want like, it's like, you don't want to go to a boat on hangover, do you? You don't want to like, no. see things moving. No. But I do want a bacon and egg butty. Yeah, me too. We've been on loads of boats with a hangover. You're useless on boats with a hangover. I, whenever we do the boat, I, I'm always snorkeling on my own and everyone else is <laughs> absolute bits. <laughs> yeah, I can't stand people with motion sickness. <laughs> I know. I, they're weak, aren't they? Oh, they're just, come on. Weak breed. Just, come on, we're just going to go for a snorkel and enjoy our day and stop being a knob. <laughs> so our friend, one of our best friends, Caroline, we all went on a boat trip together and she was like, we, all, we were all feeling a bit delicate anyway. So I thought, oh, I'll just have one of these tablets anyway. I don't normally get boat sick, seasick. So she gave the whole... Friggin' hell, I don't know what's in this. Boat sick. It's the new one. <laughs> So she gave so us. Sick. She gave us all like we'd spent a fortune hiring this yacht for the day. We're going over for, over the sea for a ni- nice island to have a, a lovely lunch. And whatever she gave us, she took out the whole boat. All of us <laughs> gone. Were I didn't have it. I didn't have it. I was the only one. Right. I'm not joking. They were gone. Everyone was asleep. No, but she gave us these seasick tablets and just completely wiped us all out. We couldn't move. We were completely comatose. And Peter said, like, a great day on his own. No, it was, honestly, like, I, I the, the fella, the fella was like, what is going on with these people? And I, like, they weren't even there. Like, but some people were just down, like, off, like, having a sleep in the bed, like, his little bedroom downstairs, people on the top deck, bottom deck, just all Dead. asleep. And, and there's um, Pete diving for the, diving for oysters with the captain. Yeah, like, I was off with him. The captain. Making his own vinaigrette with the, with the captain. <laughs> he said, mate, I've got some swimmers in there. Do you want me to come with you? I said, <laughs> <laughs> I said yeah, me and him just went out. Nice romantic so day. So you left us on the boat with no captain? Well, no, there was two guys, wasn't there? And one stayed and one came with me on a, on a day Love out. For that. All right, well, that's the weekly wine club. Uh, I've got a creamy Irish drink. It's not Guinness because we've had too much of it. <laughs> but it is Irish. And, it just looks um, like a uh, uh, Guinness head. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. I would love a pint They've of just the, the cream. Pint the pint of the Guinness cream. Yeah. That's the best bit. So you probably got to acknowledge the banging come from our bedroom, but for me, it's nice to just hear some banging in the bedroom at the moment. <laughs> yeah, funny that. <laughs> <laughs> I think they should just work away.
Do you like that one, babe? I did like it, yeah, I did. No, no, it's I did. very clever for you, though. I did like it. I did like it, yeah. I appreciate it. another week. Another week to wait now. Punishment. <laughs> oh, please, no. Not another week. I think um, it was great being in Dublin. No, I am like fourth generation Irish. Well, it was nice to do a bit of a history lesson as well, like going back through, you know, seeing some of the town, like, you know, doing a bit of... Because I suppose you, if you live in London, you don't do as much of that as you should really. You know, it was good to do that, wasn't it? And obviously went back to like, you know, Sue who was with us, her, her so mum's My dad's house. wife, um, her mum grew up in Ireland, in Dublin. She lived in this tiny little house. It was literally, this house was like one room and she was one of nine children. So when we went to the Guinness factory afterwards, the house was like five minutes from the, the factory. So we all had a walk down to our old street. So bizarre because there was this builder working on one of the houses. It's like a terrace road, but they were like single story, tiny little one bedroom with a tiny little kitchenette in the back. And I was like, oh, I was like, my dad's wife's mum used to live in one of these as a child. And there was nine. He went, I know the house. He said, I worked on the house. He said, and the lady who bought it knew all the history about the house and said there was nine babies that lived here at, like, at one time and, and we just couldn't believe it. And he actually showed us in one of the houses that he was working on. And it was great for Sue because she was obviously talking to this guy who, who knew a lot about her family and things that Sue didn't even know. So she was like, it was quite, it was quite emotional. Quite emotional, really? yeah, for her. Yeah. And for us, yeah, it was, it was a good, it was a good uh, trip, wasn't it, for that? Yeah, but I think, you know, even our kids of one or four. I know there was a lot, a lot of poverty and stuff like that in those days. This was like eight, Next level. 80 years ago or whatever. But the, the kids would have been happy. Like I know just my four, like the amount of bedrooms we've got in our house, all our kids sleep in one room. Yeah. <laughs> they like want to be together. Mm. So there must have been, it must have been fun as right. well. It was particularly small house. Like I've never seen a small house in my life. It was smaller, smaller than this room. It was. It was. So like, you go in, you got like a, this little room there, and then there was one bedroom for what for everyone. There was the kitchen, and it was a two. It was literally like a two up, two down, wasn't it? There was no it wasn't up, a two down. up and two down. There's no, no up. There was absolutely it no was up. One room with a kitchenette. Yeah, one room basically. Yeah, one room with a fire and a kitchenette. Yeah, which is you know to consider that amount of people in that. In, in that but they house. were saying like as the kids get older, they'll like move in with the nans or like their aunties, and like they kind of like get passed around the family. But there must have been some kind that must have been. I didn't see that as a negative really. I saw that as like a lot of fun. Like I was one of four, and you know, growing up with a lot of siblings. Yeah, it's good. And all sleeping together, like it's cute, isn't it? Well, your sister's fella, Scott, right? So he's from Dublin and he organised the whole trips, right? Everything was like military precision. To be fair to him, shout out, Scott. We enjoyed it. Well done. Yeah, he did um, a great job. We went around to his mum's and I suppose like how would class like a proper Irish welcome, right? Yeah. You know, the hospitality, everything. Oh. That's what I would class as that. Like we went around, it was like the fire was on. It was homely. Incredible. It was Incredible. So, like, New beautiful was it a Georgian cultural. house? Yeah, it was, yeah. Incredible Georgian house, like, right by the sea. The fires were on, like, like real um, fires in the lounge. You're like, the drinks were flowing. There was, the table was covered in food before we even had the meal. Crisps, nuts, dips. Mm. We had champagne, we had wine, the beers. And then we all went downstairs and she'd set the... T it was like Christmas Day, like, on steroids. <laughs> it was incredible. And that's, like, a normal, you know, the Irish... Like meal times is like the heart of the home, isn't it? Really? Like yeah, it was just it was just such a love, and the food was incredible. You know, we had a lovely time. 
Um, and it was like, I suppose it's like Christmas, the whole thing, isn't it? Like we yeah. went round, we saw family, we had a beautiful meal with his mum. I was like Christmas Day, and then we went to Cassidy's for New Year's Eve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all new Cerebral way an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. <laughs> it was like carnage in there, wasn't it? Mm. But, 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 but a lot of fun. But that, that's so important for me, like mealtimes. Like as a family sitting down together and... A nice home cooked meal. There's something really wholesome about it, you know. And everyone was sharing stories, and my dad was loving speaking to Scott's mum about like all the history of Ireland and growing up there. You know, it was quite remarkable, wasn't it? Mm. Five different ways potatoes are done on the table. <laughs> <laughs> you can boil them, you can chew them, you can mash them, you can fry them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm actually going to make that uh, meal tonight for us. But you don't. I. <laughs> I actually am. You're all taught. When I was in one of the, um, when we were in one of the bars in Ireland, I was just speaking to this guy and I was like, oh, we've just been to Scott's mum. She's made an incredible Irish meal. And he was like, did she make coddle? And Scott's mum was horrified by that. She was like, I didn't make bloody coddle. <laughs> no, I didn't. But um, coddle is like a stew, but with sausages in. Sounds good. But like, bearing in mind, right, I've come out, right? And I've seen Ab talking to a fella and like putting, putting this in her, putting her phone as if she's giving like, getting his number or something, right? <laughs> and I came out and said, what are you doing? She was like, just getting a um, recipe for coddle. <laughs> oh, excuse me? I was writing it all down in my notes as he was telling me how to make it because I thought, I'm pissed now. I'm not going to remember this tomorrow. <laughs> so um, I've got it and that's what we're having tonight. Because I normally make my stew with like... No, what it was? Coddle. I was like, what the fuck's coddle? <laughs> yeah, it's nice. But Scott's mum didn't make coddle. She made this like chicken and leek, uh, chicken and broccoli bake. Oh, yeah. And that then she good. made like a beef amazing, stroganoff. Beef bergignon. Be beef bergignon. Mash and new potatoes and oh, big cheese board. Then we had all the cakes. It's epic, wasn't it? You're making me hungry, huh? But when we were in Cassidy's, like it was, it was awesome, but everyone was singing the lyrics and I felt like a bit, well, even the, even the, um, I was singing the Virgil van Dyke song. Yeah, well, that, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> No one else was singing that. <laughs> so to paint the picture, Cassidy's is like a traditional Irish bar and they have these live Irish bands on like every Sunday. Li Wednesday. Lively. It's, it's lively. 
everyone is having a great time. Everyone's up dancing and singing. Obviously, we went there, but we couldn't, we didn't know any of the songs. The only songs we knew were the songs that we could relate to, like football songs. <laughs> Like the football version of like Van Dyke. Uh, Virgil Van Dyke, it's Virgil Van Dyke. Mm. He's a sensor. Yeah, I, was to, <laughs> I was trying to put that on my. Um, He's a number four. I should get like banned from using my phone when I'm drunk because my you God. You just put stuff up. The next it? day, like I, I didn't even know how to spell Virgil Van Dyke for a start. <laughs> and then I was trying to Google how to spell Virgil Van Dyke, but couldn't like. <laughs> Spell Virgil Van Dyke for a Google. <laughs> and then there's just me, like you're singing the song, but obviously because the mic's so close to me, and I'm like, hey! <laughs> like the background, like sounding horrendous. You need to put the phone down when you've had a few. So before we went to Casties, we went to this bar called The Storyteller, but we'd been there the whole the, the night before for the whole night, and Jordan. One of our friends who was with us walked in and was like, oh, this is a nice pub. And we were like, George, we were here for about six hours yesterday. What are you talking about? No clue that we'd even entered the establishment. No. Incredible. But do you think it's a real thing? Like, the Guinness tastes better in Ireland? Because I do. Because I'm not like a big Guinness drinker, but God, I loved it. What the shout was, that it, what the fellow was telling us, is that because they drink it more there... You know, it doesn't... The keg's ferment. refreshed. Yeah, it's just the keg refreshed and the pipes refreshed quicker. I don't know. It does... It did When when we had a drink there, it was... The way it was sitting, it was so much more creamy. It was sitting... You know, when you leave it to settle and you watch it come up, it just looks so much creamier than it has been here. And the, the top tip of a good pint is like the cream has to like cover the glass once you finish your pint. Yeah, you could tell it was like that. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that's our um, experience of Dublin. I actually went there when I was 10. Did you? I did like a whole trip of Ireland. We went like to Cork, Bangor, Dublin, Limerick. Mm. We did the whole... So that was the last time I'd been there. So to go back and experience it's a nice it as place. an adult. It's a nice place. And, you know, we'd, we'd, we'd go back in a heartbeat, wouldn't we? Yeah. Everyone was really friendly with us. We had a great time. Um, and we'd definitely go back. If our listeners have got any funny stories about their times in Ireland I'd like to hear them so yeah send them in, in. therapycrouch.com got some agony abs here uh, you, you up for these ab? I think abs? it's funny when you call me ab <laughs> it's just a bit more formal I feel like we need to go formal on this bit I've been seeing my new boyfriend officially now for a week he asked me to be his girlfriend which was cute considering we're both in our 30s we've been seeing each other for a few months now and everything's going great but... uh, sorry you just said they've seen each other for a week he asked me to be my yeah. girlfriend. Yeah, officially. We've been oh, officially for a week, but they've been together for months. See, I just don't get that. Why? Like, it's a new thing, isn't it? Like what the young people do. Like, say... Even me and my dad were talking about this the other night. It's like, there's all different like scenarios. You're like, you're meeting her, you're dating her. So you can go out with someone and go out with other people while you make your mind up. Like back in my day, you'd like go out with one person at a time. No, but I think, I think it's... it's being mutually exclusive and it? it's like I want you to be my girlfriend then it's like we're together now no one else but a lot of people don't go on dates with like loads of people at the same time not all people no but some go on <laughs> we've been seeing each other for a few months now and everything's going great but I do need to initiate the do him up phase the main issue is his hair it's very thin on top it looks like a wispy Weetabix <laughs> 
He has mentioned in conversation that he's paranoid about losing his hair, but I don't think he's accepted the harsh reality when looking in the mirror. I wouldn't mind sending him it's off the to lift. Turkey. It's the lift. When you get in a lift, you've got that spotlight and you're in the mirror. You're yeah. like, even I feel, I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, it's like the kebab light. <laughs> the, the, the night the night out, isn't it? The kebab light is, or what, what's and all, isn't it? Unforgiven. Just to never go for a kebab if you've pulled. <laughs> Rule, num- rule number one. You've uh, taken me for a kebab. Yeah, but you know, you've seen me what's law anyway. I wouldn't mind sending him to Turkey or even giving it uh, a go of him being bald. Uh, but he's sensitive soul and I honestly have no idea how to tell him. In this occasion, I don't think honesty is the best policy. Claire, 35 from London. Oh, He's not accepted it yet. It's a traumatic thing going bald for like anyone. But you tell me straight away, you'd, you'd be like, oh... You're bald, no, but Turkey. There's, there's, there's some people who can go bald and suit it, and others just can't. Like Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. Someone like Vin my Diesel. dad. My dad, as a young man, had jet black hair, curls. My mum used to like perm it and blow dry it and everything for him, and he's completely bald now. But he looks, he looks great with it, you know. But there's certain people like you got it. There's a lot to take into consideration. It's like head shape. Like your mate Herman, he suits being bald, but like yeah. you just wouldn't. You just wouldn't. Thanks. You're too big. You're too tall. I don't need to be too big. Like, no one could see. If I'm standing up, no one can see my hair anyway. So, I'd probably no, but get away it's, with it's it. just like the shape of your head. It's, it's not something I want to I wanna happen to me. I'll be honest. I don't. But these, um, the hair transplants, they're not cheap. I wouldn't be against it. You can't, you, but you can't say, like, just go to Turkey. Like, that's a big deal. It's like thousands and it's a traumatic process. I've I know seen someone. people get them. I know someone who's been, uh, who went to Istanbul and got a flight back and there was like 30 fellas on the plane and they all had, and the worst thing is they had these like things over them covering what they've just had done. But they all had the name of the clinic. <laughs> They're all just like, it's round them on the flight. I just go, going back with new barnets. Yeah, but I, do, I don't think there's that taboo about it anymore. Like if people had a hair transplant like back in the day, it'd be like a big thing. But, you know, I think it's just part of, you know, advanced technology now. It's like people aren't just putting like face creams on, they're getting Botox or plastic surgery to preserve themselves and make themselves feel more confident and better. Like if I was a man, I would 100% have one if I, if I could afford it. Because I even know like my own experience when I was pregnant... And I was losing my hair so badly. I think it it's quite terrifying. traumatic. Like it's not for a man. Like we, we we laugh and joke about it, but deep down, it's not nice. Especially at but a young age, like thirty-five as well. It's not nice. It's not ideal. I don't know. I mean, she's basically saying but here what? she she's doing she's trying to do him up. And she wants to send him to Turkey by the looks of it. But it's the worst thing is is where people are like clinging on for dear life. It's either you just shave it off, or you go for the ha- transplant route. It's when people are like, they start with a middle part and then the parts starts there and they've got like four strands of hair like wrapping over the head. The old comb over. The <laughs> Bobby Nesbitt Charlton. Bobby Charlton It's special. just not acceptable. No. It's just not acceptable but at all. But it's traumatic. You would, how would you be traumatised if you lost your hair? I would. Imagine. Well, I it's the same for men. It's I not nice. It's kind of got a... Like you, we were looking at a guy on the telly last night. He had a completely bald head, and then had a three-strand ponytail there in a bubble. Who was that? <laughs> well, welcome, Glazier, <laughs> the owner of Man United. Like, he's got like he has got he like th- a little and you thing could, at the back. Anyway. You could see it had like gel in it and everything. So he's obviously been in the mirror, like doing it and putting this bobble in. 
It's like, where do you even find it? It's like, a, he had like a loom band on it because it was so thin, like a normal bobble wouldn't even, a normal bobble would be too big. Mm. Like that, that's not acceptable. Uh, hi guys. <laughs> I've just moved from Ireland to Australia. I'm 22 uh, to travel and see the world. Uh, I thought I was going to come over here and find a hot Australian, like on Bondi Rescue, oh. and at home and away. Needless to say, I haven't. They're actually even worse than the Irish lads that I've been used to. Um, but they, they, at least they have better accents. Do you have any tips? Who has a better accent? The Aussies or the Irish? She's saying that Aussies have better accents. No, they don't. Yeah, but if you're from Ireland, you hear it every day. It's something different, I suppose. Do you have any tips on dating? Not using dating websites because they freak me out. I want to go and find a nice guy, but all the men my age are not ideal. Should I round up and go way older or stick with my age? It's a tough out here. And I don't know if I want to settle down, but I definitely want a fun, funny man who's not an all-round idiot. SOS. He's off the marker. He's off the marker. Do one. Do one. <laughs> What's her name? <laughs> Carrie. Carrie, fuck off. Pete's mine. <laughs> Um, oh, well, you do think you could go to Australia and find a hunk, let's be honest. Yeah. Or hunkette. What's the bit? Hunk bit, girl yeah. version of a hunk. Hottie. Um, just a, just a nice girl, maybe? No, a hot, like, everyone thinks of Australians as being like hot, blonde, tanned, mm -hmm. running on the beach in a bikini or swimming trunks. And that's obviously what she thought was going to happen to her. Yeah. And it hasn't. It's not happened yet. No. Any advice for her? But I like, the, I've, I've been spending a, a weekend in Dublin. The, the Irish guys were great. So much fun. Like, it's so nice and chatty. Like, mm -hmm. I don't think you need to go to literally the opposite side of yeah, the world. Yeah, but I think sometimes you, you, you just, you're in the same place doing the same things all the time. Like, people want to get away and just sample something different don't they and it's like it's like my dad said he'd never marry a scouse girl <laughs> <laughs> my dad said scouse girls are an absolute nightmare and not to go near them with a barge pole that's what my own father said to you didn't he he did yeah <laughs> he said they were high maintenance he was entirely correct <laughs> they're not high maintenance pete it's just good Fucking fun yeah it's the difference um, oh, what you, I, I don't think she should go older. I, I don't. I don't see what the significance in. Why would an older guy? Well, if you want, an, if you want fun, definitely don't get an older guy. But sometimes they're more mature. Then they start they? slowing down and being boring. They might be like, like the Mister Big t style or whatever. But then they're going to be like old and boring. Yeah. Well, I don't should we know. go out tonight, babe, on the town? No, let's just stay in and watch Cory. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, does I know, happen. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, I suppose it does, but they're also more mature, like shit, like girls mature quicker than men, don't they? Or want to settle down. Maybe you're 42. Earlier. I'm still waiting for you to mature. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, but the, the moment I mature is the time when I want to stay you're in. You're only going bald. You're not maturing. <laughs> I'm going bald. Look how bald am I? I've got a lovely head of hair. You've got gorgeous hair, but it is it does go further back now. It doesn't go further back at all, does not You're getting the little island. I'm not getting any island. It's no island there. It's no island. It's no island. We'll just monitor that in the coming weeks. I, I use the air while we were in Dublin I used the air app on Pete and this like volume spray. And how good was it? Yeah, great my volume was fantastic. Okay, help this poor girl, will you? Um, 
But yeah, oh God, sorry. So Carrie's actually written a little bit more here. She said, here's some context for the Australian men so far. Went on a date with a guy and went for dinner. Bill came to 200 pounds. I'm all, well, 200 Australian dollars, I imagine. I'm always happy to go halves, but he asked me um, out, then used his dad's card to pay um, and drove to the ATM where he told me to get cash out and pay the full amount. That's not good. You can't do that, can you? Yeah, but you, you, you think it's like good manners for a man to... I don't know. I just think it's nice for the girl to like feel that he's, he's, try, he's trying his best. You know, he wants to play. He's trying to impress me. Makes them feel a bit more special. Yeah, and then everyday life you could go halves. Yeah, everyday stuff maybe, you know. But I think the first date is nice to... But, but like taking her to the cash point. Yeah, but you made me buy my own drink on our first date. Yeah, but that's that's what I'm saying. It's like you said to me, can I get a, a drink for you? And I said, I just said, yeah, yeah, cheers. But I would never make you pay the whole meal. How would how would you feel? I don't know, but we're we're old and we're old-fashioned in, in, in this sense. I reckon you tell your mates, you're like, oh my God, like, you made me pay as well. Do you know what, right? Carrie's 22. I think she needs to just chill. Like, have fun. See Australia. Carrie's 22. She's 22. She doesn't even need to settle down. My God. No, but I don't think she says she wants us to settle down. She just wants us strapping Australian. Don't um, we all, sister? <laughs> don't we all? Join the club. <laughs> Join the fucking queue, love. <laughs> but she's not getting it. So, um, and neither are you. There was so, no thick guys on Home and Away, though, was there? Yeah, I think, Carrie, just stick with it. You know, you're 22. Have some fun and, you know... The right guy will come along. Uh, do you want to read one, babe? Just James. Hi, Abby and Pete. My wife can't cook, not even a bit. I'd rather have a slice of burnt toast. She keeps saying I've put on weight, which I have. Um, the reason is that I'm eating chippy dinners every night on the way home from work. Every time I suggest trying something different, like a nice piece of salmon, it always ends up being dry as a bone. When I mention it to her, there are two reactions. Number one, cook your own dinner then, and then a fight. Or two, she ends up getting upset and I end up saying it's not that bad. I actually like it and then I eat the whole oh, plate, no. which is never ideal. I don't get home until later, so it's not ideal to have to do the cooking. Any tips on how to address this and what are some easy dinners I could suggest that are not salad or impossible to burn? James, 35. Okay. So what what do you think here? I mean, you're, you're the chef in our relationship. Would you say I was a good cook? Yeah, I'd say you're a good cook, yeah. What's your favourite meal that I cook you? Um, I like the stew that you do. I like, I've always liked the fish pie. I've always been a, been a fan of that. Thai green curry is very good. But I asked you if you wanted fish pie the other day and you said no. You went, mm. You just didn't fancy it. You've got to be in a fishy mood, haven't you? Sometimes. <laughs> um, Roast. Yeah, I mean, but he's really struggling. She's not a good chef. And but she gets is... defensive when he questions it. Yeah, but it, it's quite demoralizing, like especially in our house when I'm making a dinner and then you, you're you like ages making it and the kids are like, oh, that's disgusting. I don't want to eat that. I don't like that. And then it goes in the bin or given to the dog and you've, you know, you've put a lot of time into making the dinner and it's, mm. you're just getting criticized. It's, it's a big, like, it's a big thing like though at dinner, isn't it? You know, like... And if he's getting home from work and she's trying to cook and it's every day, it's not great. It just affects your quality of life. Well, he could try and cook himself. I know, but I don't know. He's getting yeah. late, he said. Yeah, maybe, maybe he does have to do that. Maybe he has to. He also doesn't want to hurt her feelings. Mm. So, look, you know, I'll take over for this cooking because you're useless. <laughs> but I'm not an amazing... Like, my friend Liberty is the most incredible cook. And my brother, like, they can... 
have like the three most random ingredients in the fridge and can make come up with the most incredible dinner. But, it, but you know yourself, when you go to a restaurant, you're like, God, this is so easy to make. I could... You could make I it. I could make yeah. this at home. And it's you, hard having that inspiration, isn't it? It's hard having the inspiration. And then obviously when you've got babies and children, like like Lib's doing, doing this whole vegetarian thing at the moment, mm. isn't she? Because her best friend's a vegetarian. You know, it's, it's just hard coming up with ideas and keeping it fresh and interesting and tasty. It's, a, it's hard. It is hard. Um, and I think maybe you've just got to try and get in the kitchen, uh, you know, try and muscle in. I know you might be getting in for late from work and she wants to make you a nice dinner. Well, it, it's not natural for for a lot of people. Like a lot of people just like cook because, you know, cook to eat, to eat, to survive kind of thing. Some people it's really enjoy it. it and take loads of pride in it. Like Recipes now you get are easy. You get it. You know, you can, you buy the, the, the recipe, don't you? You know, you just buy it for that particular meal and then make it. There's so there's so many of these companies now, like like HelloFresh or something like that, where they send you the, the all the ingredients. You know, it cuts out wastage because one of my biggest hates is throwing food away that goes out of date. And mm. I find this. I actually want to make a complaint. This is my wine of the week. Oh, there we go. Strap yourself in. So my, my wine is when you buy food from an online store and you try and do like a weekly shop because I'm trying to get you know prepared, yeah. plan the meals for the week, and then they send you food at like two days till the expiry date uh, and then you just wouldn't think that had happened and then you're like you know you have to throw the food away so that's my wine so please whoever I buy my food off can you please change that <laughs> you know who you are <laughs> you know who you are so yeah hit us with some more agony abs um okay Hey, Adam and Pete, uh, love you guys. Both very funny. Uh, weddings are amazing and so much is happening on the day. And one of the best pieces of advice I got was to take some time just to spend with my partner on your own, even just for a few minutes. Oh, that's the advice that we gave. Oh, so she's taken it into and used it. Yeah. She's thanking us for the advice, basically. Um, which is nice, isn't it? Uh, take some time with my partner on my own, even just a few minutes. We did this. We took 10 minutes before dinner in a big Georgian townhouse where our wedding was. The staff came and made us special drinks and we just sat back and took everything in. Oh, Great that's idea. so nice. We chatted and just looked in awe at everything. And it's one of my favourite memories that's still so vivid in my mind. I remember looking back at everyone, enjoying the day and thinking we did this oh. and just feeling full of love. I'd love to know what your favourite memory from your day is and did you and Pete get some alone time away from the rest of the world and do you have key moments that will stay with you forever love Claire from Ireland that's lovely so she's obviously we said make sure you have she's obviously got married soon after that mm. uh, and said take your time you know for yourself because you, you're also rushing around making sure everyone else is right just make sure you've got that time that 10 minutes like just to sit back and go oh we're married now take it all in it is such a whirlwind your wedding day it's kind of hectic so I'm, I'm glad she's done that. And as she said, it's a, the, the most precious time. What was your most precious time from our wedding? Oh. I think mine was when we walked into the chapel and we saw everyone there, like all our loved ones and our nearest and dearest. And everyone was so happy to be there and like celebrate this day with mm. us. I remember just walking through the big doors and seeing you standing at the altar quaking <laughs> I'm joking but you know quaking now I've still got a vivid memory of it now I think when I was waiting then I looked back like that's the moment you put yourself in I wonder what who I'm gonna 
who's going to I'm going to be married to or that moment when you look back you go like oh and I thought I was very p- proud of myself oh, <laughs> thanks babe very proud of myself I was thank and you and then um, yeah I thought yeah I suppose it's like beyond my wildest dreams that That's girl nice. standing there um, so yeah even though I look this rough today after Bloody Island I didn't even wash my hair today yeah but you look great then It has been bloody nearly 12 years. Shut up. That was to us all, babe. Uh, you look stunning today, as, as always. Babe, I look like Fraggle Rock today. So that, yeah, I mean, that's a lovely, that's lovely. It feels like we've actually helped someone, believe it or not. Yeah. yeah. No, we have helped people. Uh, the, the messages I get from people, they, they just blow me away. You know, little things that you say in, in jest or whatever, it, 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 it is really helping people. And people are enjoying, you know, people are having a bad time and just to laugh. Laughter is the best medicine. And it certainly is. But I, th- I think that's important that, you know, like if you do feel that someone's feeling a bit down in the dumps or having a bad week or, you know, just need to belly laugh. We've, we've had lots of emails from people coming in and saying like, I've been having a shit week or having a shit time and they've listened to this and found themselves laughing and feeling a little bit better. So that's good. Mm. So hopefully that can continue. Yeah, and people should pass it on. I know you do pass the pod in your on Highly your successful one. podcast. We have actually had someone write in saying, um, oh, won't you be vouch for the crouch? Vouch for nice. the crouch. I like it. Well, yeah, if you want to pass it on, you know, tell your friends, vouch for the crouch. <laughs> <laughs> it's important. Hashtag vouch for the crouch. <laughs> do you want me to read this one? This fella says A up. A up. So I feel like A up should... duck. I don't know if it's Gary from Burnley again. <laughs> I've got some news to share. Me and the missus have gone and had ourselves a beautiful baby girl. Woo! Little Lucy came out at £7.5 and both mum and baby are very healthy. But here's the thing. Somehow, I've been roped into doing all the night feeds. <sighs> I'll have to answer this one then. Oh my God. <laughs> at first, I thought it'd be a I good... I feel him. Is this, is, this, is this a him or a her? It's a him. Yeah. At first, First, I thought it'd be a, a nice northern. I'd be a nice northern bloke and lend my hand, but now it's become my full-time job. The missus kips yep. like a lock. Yeah. So as soon as the baby starts staring, it's up to me to sort her out. I'm already knackered from working all day, and now I've got to be a dad and a night nurse too. It's a proper stitch up. <laughs> That's what it is. The missus reckons oh, she's on duty got, all day me with back the bed. All for all than this. <laughs> the missus reckons she's been on duty all day with the burn, so I'm on the night shift. But I'm starting to wonder if she's just taking the mickey. I want to be helpful and all, but I'm getting sick of this. And we've got a long road ahead of us. What do you reckon, Abby and Pete? Any tips on how to survive on no sleep and keep your sanity intact? Cheers, Freddie from Yorkshire. Feel you, Freddie, mate. I remember <sighs> I was there throughout all of them. You know, and like, it became a game where... We'd lie there and I'd know she was awake and she knew <laughs> she knew I was awake. But it was battle of the like who could stay the longest. Like, Baby starving to death in the background. Oh my God, she's crying, crying, crying. I'm like, oh then I'd go, I'd break. I'd always break first. And then I'd look back and I could see like the eyes closed still, but a little smile like <laughs> that, what a load of crap that is. I remember I always I remember just being like like that, just you know, winding three in the morning you absolute sparko okay I'm just going to tell the truth on this matter now 
So obviously when you've got a brand new baby, like we kind of try and make the last night feed, at the first night feed around 11. So I'd usually stay up till 11. Ooh, <laughs> 11. Yeah, but I, go to, I go to bed early. Shut the hell up. So I do the 11 o'clock. Cool, thanks babe. And thanks then the, the 3 a.m. one. I'd do. Peter would do. Three and six usually, three and, three and seven. And then the half six, seven one, I would do. Oh, so it's 11 till half six, seven, like, watch everyone get up. That's a full night's sleep for everyone who's listening. Full night's sleep. Entire night's sleep. <laughs> so, you know, I did the 11 one. And then I, I, another... You could go on, carry on. Get it, it all out. Another, it was another one at half six, seven, like, when I, when I woke up. <laughs> Get it all out, come on. The Get... three, everyone knows the three o'clock one is horrific. It's Horrendous. the middle of the night. Yeah. You're, so, you've just literally admitted I haven't you've gone, finished. I did the 11. I haven't finished. And, and then the morning, you did the night when you were awake in the morning when you woke up. <laughs> and we do this alternatively each night was my next line. So obviously one night I'd do like the 11 and the 6 and Peter do the 3 and then the next night Peter do the 11 and the 6 and I would do the 3. And I think that is key for, for at least get... What are you looking at me like that for? <laughs> You're just lying through your... Through your but I'm not lying. You just go go and kick a ball around for half an hour. Get a nice meal cooked for you. Take Have a nice long shower. Get in the jacuzzi, have a little massage and then come home expecting food on the table and saying you're exhausted. <laughs> That's what people do for fun, and that was your job. That was your job for the three of our kids. The last one, you moved to Burnley for three months. Yeah. So that's bullshit as well. Yeah, but what I'm saying is I, I, I've got a job where I'm, I need to be a highly tuned athlete, right? You played for Burnley. There's no highly tuned athletes there. Let's be honest. Let's be honest right now. Highly tuned athletes there. Oh my god! In that team, then not in the whole of Burnley, there probably is, but oh. it's not like it was Madrid. If you playing for Madrid, then I'd be like, "Babe, you 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 chill out, you lie down." But bloody Burnley, you got no Premier excuse. Premier League, it's the pinnacle of league football. But there's Premier League and there's Premier League. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, listen, I, I was I, well, I'm a highly tuned athlete that needs to be fed, I need sleep to perform at the optimal level. Yeah, but you used to come home and have a nap in the afternoon. <laughs> I, I I did the majority of the night feeds. There were some that Ab did. Um, you know, I, I thanked her no end <laughs> for, for dragging herself out of bed for a for a young child. She's just bore. Don't even get me started. <laughs> Newborn and the night feeds are such You're a special special time for me. Like we used to write down well, like good. every the time. So it'd be like 11.03, she had 30 mils of poo away. What the colour and consistency of the poo. We'd have like pads next to our bed, didn't we? Like yeah, with yeah. all this. And you'd always say like, oh, done the feed at three. I'll remember that. And then you'd be like, what time would you feed yeah, at? You like you to, couldn't you remember. You, you literally remember. couldn't remember a thing, could couldn't we? couldn't remember it, yeah. Uh, um, I miss those times. And the little bottles they used to have. Tiny the little, little bottles, tiny little ones. Tiny little nappies they had. Um, yeah, but it's a tough time, Freddie. You know what? But we, I mean, we did it four times, but you, you get through it, don't you? It's like at the time you think, oh my God, how am I coping with this? But once you get through it, it goes so quick and then you, you half want it back, don't you? Yeah, like, you do. Times. Do you remember that witching hour? I think it was only Johnny who did it. We would like cry from like nine till 11 every night because mm. none of our babies have been criers at all. And then I used to have like <laughs> off round on the phone, me mom, 
like Chrissy had goals. And it's like a thing. Just like putting the little little baby lullabies on and nursing them around the room. I, I love that phase. Right, Freddie. Um, yeah, I mean, if your wife's uh, anything like mine, that's not going to get better, mate. <laughs> You're just going to... Um... It's just gonna have to, you know, get through it, really. What? You just love this whole role, this whole character you've created what? for yourself. What? Like Mr. Fucking Perfect. It's not Mr. Perfect. I just get up in the night and you didn't. I've just said we did alternate nights, and that's true. Look me in the eye. Yeah. <laughs> and tell me that we did alternate nights. We did alternate nights, but also Pete, you're a light sleeper. So if you wake <laughs> up, what's the point in waking me up? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> If, if you you're awake up, what's anyway. The point of me up? If you're awake, why should you wake me up? You did you did some night feeds. I did the majority. <laughs> let's just let's just finish it on that. All right, well listen, you know, I love the agony abs. They're, the they're always good, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Um, and I've enjoyed that pod. It's nice going back for our little weekend. I think Dublin's a special place, our island's a special place. I'll always hold a, a, a nice place in our heart and we'll, we'll be going back, won't we? Oh, yeah, 100%. I loved it. I think it's a perfect city break. Yeah. It's a perfect city break. The people were amazing. It was fun. We had a laugh. We got to pour our own pint of Guinness. We saw some history. We saw where Sue grew, Sue's mum grew up as a, a baby. You know, it was, looking back, it's magical times. Yep. Very, very nice. Um, and I think all that's left to say really now is, you know, get us on our, our social medias. Know you're hot on them, babe, on our social channels. Uh, what are they? TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. Yeah, we've got them all there. Yeah. We're across them all. And it's thetherapycrouch.com if you want to get in touch. Um, thanks, guys. Follow us on The Therapy Crouch on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and get in touch on our website at thetherapycrouch.com. And we are here to listen to your stories if you've got any wines or agony have questions send them in and we're happy to help head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott stream the new Hulu original limited series We Were the Lucky Ones with Joey King and Logan Lerman and don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.